Welcome back to the Cold Comedy Show. I'm your host, Ricky Cole. You remember back when um, Mitch O'Connell and Lindsey Graham um, said that Barack Obama couldn't but a judge on the Supreme Court because it was too close. Well, it was an election season, but it like that. It was too close to election season, whatever the fuck they phrased it. And then they had no problem stacking the courts under um, Donald Trump when they got power. Well, a lot of us probably don't pay politics any attention, but they was stacking the courts. See, the game that the Republican Party is playing is we'll grab all the power. Supreme Courts, it's the power. Lower Courts, power. We have the state's courts, power. So, if you don't like what they're doing with their policies, you take it to the Supreme Court or the lower courts, and then you work your way up to the Supreme Courts, but I like that. Well, with that Confederate law firms, I call them the Sons of the Confederacy because the Heritage Foundation and all of them, that's what they is. Um, they have their judges. So if you have civil rights, gay rights, whatever rights you want to fight, they have the judges to stop it. You know, not because it's whatever they, you know, you're wrong. No, because they're not there to govern for you. They dare to govern for white supremacy. And so, while Donald Trump was out there crying and whining about this election before even it began, they were stacking the court with this female judge. And they brought her family out. She had a black child and you know, so that was like a token that they're not racist, which I don't get. Why you got to prove that you're not racist by parading the child, a black child, out in front of you that you went to Haiti or somewhere and found and and adopted to make yourself feel good? Where I'm going with this? There's a lot of dark money out there who's running our government into the ground. And they put judges on the Supreme Court. And people forgot that senators was calling it out, but they got drowned out through their media echo chamber. But we're in trouble as a country. If we don't get control back from corporate America, we won't have a democracy. Something is not right around the court. And dark money has a lot to do with it. People who are watching this need to understand that this small hearing room and the little TV box that you're looking at are a little bit like the uh, frame of a, of a puppet theater. And if you only look at what's going on in the puppet theater, you're not going to understand the whole story. You're not going to understand... Um, the real dynamic of what is going on here. Um, and you're certainly not going to understand forces outside of this room who are pulling strings and pushing sticks and causing uh, the puppet theater to react. So first, let me say, why do I think outside forces are here pulling strings? Well, part of it is behavior. We have uh, colleagues here who supported you, this nominee, <clears throat> before there was a nominee. That's a little unusual. Um, we have the political ram job that we have already complained of, driving this process through at breakneck speed in the middle of a pandemic while the Senate is closed for safety reasons and while we're doing nothing about the COVID epidemic around us. <clears throat> we have some very awkward 180s from colleagues. Mr. Chairman, you figure in this. Uh, 
our leader um, said back when it was Garland versus uh, Gorsuch, that of course, of course, the American people should have a say in the court's direction. Of course, of course, said Mitch McConnell. That's long gone. Senator Grassley said the American people shouldn't be denied a voice. That's long gone. Senator Cruz said, you don't do this in an election year. That's long gone. And our chairman made his famous hold the tape promise, if an opening comes in the last year of President Trump's term, we'll wait till the next election. That's gone too. So there is a lot of hard to explain hypocrisy and rush taking place right now. And my experience around politics is that when you find hypocrisy in the daylight, look for power in the shadows. What is the scheme here? Let me start with this one. In all cases, there's big anonymous money behind various lanes of activity. One lane of activity is through the conduit of the Federalist Society. It's managed by a guy, was managed by a guy named Leonard Leo, and it's taken over the selection of judicial nominees. How do we know that to be the case? Because Trump has said so over and over again. His White House counsel said so. So we have an anonymously funded group controlling judicial selection run by this guy, Leonard Leo. Then in another lane, we have, again, anonymous funders running through something called the Judicial Crisis Network, which is run by Carrie Severino, and it's doing PR and campaign ads <clears throat> for Republican judicial nominees. It got seventeen million, single $17 million donation in the Garland-Gorsuch contest. It got another single $17 million donation to support Kavanaugh. Somebody, perhaps the same person, spent $35 million to influence the makeup of the United States Supreme Court. Tell me that's good. And then over here, you have a whole array of legal groups, also funded by dark money, which have a different role. They bring cases to the court. They don't wind their way to the court, Your Honor. They get shoved to the court by these legal groups, many of which ask to lose below so they can get quickly to the court to get their business done there. The Center for Media and Democracy saw it, and they did better work. They went on to say, which foundations funded the brief writers in that CFPB case? Here's the Bradley Foundation for $5.6 million to those groups. Here's Donors Trust, $23 million to those brief writing groups. The grand total across all the donor groups was $68 million to the groups that were filing amicus briefs, pretending that they were different groups. And it's not just in the Consumer Financial Protection Board case. You might say, well, that was just a one-off. Here's Janus, the anti-labor case. <clears throat> it had a long trail through the court, through Friedrichs and through Knox and through other decisions. And SourceWatch and ProPublica did some work about this. Here's Donors Trust and Donors Capital Fund, and here's the Bradley Foundation, and they totaled giving $45 million to the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 groups that filed amicus briefs pretending to be different groups, and both of the lawyer groups in the case, funded by Donors Trust, funded by Bradley Foundation in Janus. This is happening over and over and over again. And it goes beyond just the briefs. It goes beyond just the amicus presentations. The Federalist Society, remember this group that is acting as the conduit and that Donald Trump has said is doing his judicial selection? They're getting money from the same foundations. From Donors Trust, $16.7 million. From the Bradley Foundation, $1.37 million. From the same group of foundations total, $33 million. So you can start to look at these and you can start to tie them together. The legal groups, all the same funders over and over again, bringing the cases, 
and providing this orchestrated, orchestrated chorus of amici. Then the same group also funds the Federalist Society over here. The Washington Post wrote a big expose about this, and that made Leonard Leo a little hot, a little bit like a burned agent. So he had to jump out, and he went off to go and do anonymously funded voter suppression work. Guess who jumped in to take over the selection process in this case? For Judge Barrett. Harry Severino made the hop. So once again, ties right in together. Think about that for a moment. Just think about it. That was in the, I think, that Amy Barrett trial, I mean, hearing to make her own, put her on the Supreme Court. Well, the Confederate Society, these are all Confederates, children of traitors. Listen to how they plan with their money. You know, they don't want blacks to fight. They basically fighting the Civil War right here. This is the Civil War. It's not hot, but they, they have their militia. Donald Trump was the tool that they needed to do exactly what they'd done to our government. They put him in there. He started deregulating, dismantling shit. And him and those Nazis and white supremacy, that's who they are. And, and Nazis, they was doing this. They have a global connection, and they was doing this to our government. Listen to that. So our Supreme Court is corrupt. Our lower courts is corrupt. Judges know that them white-wing judges, who they really are. So they play in war with our country, our rights, our humanity. You know, they don't. They're, that's how they fight in their culture war. And they're dead serious about destroying America. If it's because they see the demographics is changing, but no. Everything's happening to us is not by fucking accident. Dark money. This virus, dark money. Everything's is, you know, when we look at our, you notice he named all the organizations, but. He should have slapped them in the face by naming all the fuckers who donate to these motherfucking organizations. And you find out who these bastards are. They're very powerful, big motherfucking money that should be paying taxes and paying reparations for the shit their ancestors done to minorities to get where they're at today. But instead, they're playing politics. This is, this is, this is America. This is America. Like I said, I don't know what's going to happen four years from now, but it doesn't look good. Um, here on the Cold Comedy Show, we're going to be talking about, um, later on in the show, uh, whew, it's a hundred days after the seeds of the Capitol when them crazy motherfuckers committed an insurrection. The same ones who funding all of this shit with the courts funded that shit too. See, but they got pussy and backed out the last minute. But they was planning to pull the coup. But now they getting their balls together and going to try to do it another way by disenfranchising minority voters, making it harder for them to cast their ballots. This is the game. Know who's on the field, who's playing this shit. So corporate America stands up for one. So yeah, black lives matter. People have the right to vote. But you're funding the other. I'll be right back with more of this crazy show. America is the only country founded on an idea. The radical idea that citizens could govern themselves. It was called the American experiment because there was no reason to believe it would work. A republic if you can keep it. Every generation has been called to defend and renew the promise of America. For some, it was on the battlefield. For others, it was on the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Now, the battle has come to the steps of the Capitol itself. Democracy is under assault like no time since 1860. We have a choice. Look away 
or stand up and fight. It's not about conservative or liberal. It's about freedom versus autocracy. We didn't choose this moment, but history has chosen us. Which side are you on? The Lincoln Project is responsible for the content of this advertising. And that was from the Lincoln Project. Um, I want to say something about the Lincoln Project that I give those men and women who knows what's going on with America today. And they fighting back with the truth. Now, a lot of us out here in America don't want to hear the truth. We, we don't want to accept that America is not perfect. We listen to it every day. We have our sides. We choose right. We choose left. But that's what these rich son of a bitches who's buying our Supreme Court and, and, and own our politicians want. See? More for them, less for you. And they're sick, sick minds. They love seeing you work your ass off and a little bit more than minimum wage. Why they pay their CEOs millions in tax buy, I mean, well, you know, buybacks and, you know, the rest of that crazy shit. I can't even, you know, it's so disgusting. I, I can't even get it right. But when they got their stock buybacks and, and, and they got billions of dollars to play around, why other people can't even pay their rent or less than $400 for an emergency. We put president after president and they fall into the game. And they got tired after they seen a black man, so they really said, fuck it on the right and said, burn all bridges. This is all out of salt on democracy. That's sick. You have billions of dollars to waste fighting a culture war, giving the rich everything they want, fuck everyone else, put guns on the streets, put guns in crazy white people's hands who think that the Second Amendment is under attack for some fucking reason because they like to hunt deer with an AK-47 or, you know, a bazooka if they can get their hands on it. You know, we argue over shit that's constantly happening over and over again. You know, shootings, school shootings, uh, uh, office shootings, too many guns. Um, the genie is out of the bag. Uh, we, we're seeing what's happening. These rich motherfuckers fund this. They did this. Now, we can look at the politicians, but they're bought and paid for puppets. Look at Ted Cruz. He's an educated fool. Look at Holly. He's willing to just say, fuck, a, fuck democracy. You know, fuck that. Guitar, you know, cards or whatever the fuck they want to yell it out. The world is looking at America fall apart from within. She's weak. She's vulnerable. Russia's making the moves. China's filling her balls. We dealing with Rednecks and pickup trucks and AR-15s. We have racist cops, racist policies, murdering blacks every day. Racist politicians, racist lawyers. <laughs> getting them off and building more prisons. This is society. This is the society that them rich motherfuckers wanted. Immigrants coming from Central America by thousands looking for a better way of life because they done went down there and fucked their countries up. These are privileged pricks. The minute you call them out, they holler, oh, you're a socialist. You're a communist. But they are fascists. So don't let them dog whistles and all that bullshit stop you from understanding the truth. What type of America do you want three years from now? Because that's how close it is. Three years from now, 
the Republicans could be back in power because we're trying to sweep shit under the rug. The day Jen near crazies up to storm the Capitol, not only here, but in Michigan. Here in D.C., I meant. This is what's happening, man. What kind of democracy do you want? It's been 100 days, man, and there's only 400 people arrested, but not one wealthy billionaire went to jail yet for treason. I'll be right back. You listen to the Cold Comedy Show. The cop who killed George Floyd found guilty on all counts. But right-wing media ain't feeling it, man. And the divide is so real, it's unbelievable. Because I'm checking out Newsmax. They covering it. But there's a lot of racist hate in their coverage. I mean, they are like pulling out all the old Jim Crow race card playbooks of white supremacy. And one of them said, before you listen to this stuff, one of them said that cops kill more whites than blacks. Now, you know how stupid you have to be to sit on national TV and believe some shit like that? And to actually listen to someone tell you and you have to believe it? You look at the history of America from just after slavery from the early 20th century. When the fuck did police die more than cops? I mean, police died more than black people. Let me get this right. And whites died more than black people. Okay, I got it kind of twisted there for a moment. Let me get it right again. They said there's more whites dying from cops, hands on cops, than minorities. Now, fuck the 1900s, fuck the 1930s, fuck Roosevelt, fuck, fuck Black Wall Street, fuck all of that shit, right? Nah, those, those shares had sundown towns. Nah, uh-uh. Black folks had to fucking use a green book to navigate America. No, uh-uh. Uh-uh, because the blacks was afraid of the fuck. What? Racist southern cops and northern east. Mar- every cop in America was fucked up back then. You can go north, they might let you walk. Go south, they fuck you up. You be hanging from some tree somewhere. Remember um, um, Billy Holiday got in trouble about strange fruit? Hanging off the tree. Hanging on the tree. Something like that. Strange fruit hanging on the tree. Drive by and see him sweet in the breeze. That was terrorism. But they can't terrorize us now. But they want to. That's why they have these laws. But today is just the beginning. I give it to the George Floyd family. You won. But there's a whole lot of fighting we still have to do. The white nationalist is going after Maxine Waters. Because she said there got to be something. The man is guilty. She spoke the truth. But they tried to say, oh my God. You know what gets me with the right-wing Nazi party called the Republican Party? The Separatist Party, whatever we want to call them. You know, um, they didn't say shit about the storming of the Capitol. They didn't say shit about the storming of the State House in Michigan. Um, matter of fact, they didn't even bring the cops out. For black lives, for these people who who black, standing up for something, have a right to stand in the streets. Because let me tell you something. These white motherfuckers who run the white nationalist networks, like Newsmax, Fox News, they're nationalists. They don't give a fuck. Their game is to divide and conquer at all costs. All right? And this is what pisses me off. That meanwhile, everybody's saying, kumbaya, we did it. These motherfuckers plotting, talking about, how the fuck did that happen? You know, um, white people dying in the hand, by the hands of cops more than black. Who the fuck told this person that? 
And believe it or not, I caught it on C-SPAN. There's a lot of racist motherfuckers out there thought the cop was innocent. Let's get this show started because I'm getting all riled up because we have a fight on our hands, man. Check these crazy motherfuckers out. I'm going to play about at least five, ten minutes of this shit. Check it out. If I get the sound working. There we go. This is Al Shopton. And they're going to pray. Dear God, we thank you for giving us the strength to stand together. Sometimes we would question each other. Sometimes we say this is just going to be a waste of time. But somehow you touch us in the midnight hours and teach us to hold on. And that if we would be faithful over a few things, you'd give us the victory over many. We thank you because we know it was not any doing of ours, but your loving kindness and your tender mercy that made tonight possible. Bless those that worked that made this prosecution something they couldn't deny. Bless those policemen that got on the stand and testified against another policeman. Bless the jury that listened to the evidence and didn't listen to those that may criticize them for doing this. Bless the prosecutor, Keith Ellison, yes, and his staff yes, that did their job, even though they didn't know what the outcome would be. Bless Ben Crump in a special way. That worked tired. All right, you were just listening. Now, before I let this little white lily keep, uh, show you the bullshit that they plan on spinning, because she's a cute little white lily, but she is going to woo, get these motherfuckers to start bullshitting you with propaganda that you would never believe. This is what's happening. You know, I was shocked that black people have to pray for justice. In America. Isn't that embarrassing? Got to go to God. God, thank you, Jesus. Uh, We won this one. The cracker going to jail. Uh, Like, dude. Guilty is guilty. Dude kneels on the man next for nine minutes. 29 seconds. It was eight minutes and 40 some seconds we thought. Mm Mm-mm. A little minute and a half longer. This motherfucker gonna just lend it and then give it a little few. And they might not be right because he might. He was sitting there thinking, should I get up and let him roll the brother over and try to help him? No. You didn't give a fuck. Over a twenty dollar bill. That's what they think about Americans, especially minorities, blacks, special. We ain't worth twenty dollars to them. Pulled the gun out. Didn't ask the brother, where did you get it from? Because you know the guy said it might be counterfeit. Nope, you just did it. You have people out there believe that, well, you should have just listened to the cops. A typical racist. So, anyway, now check this out on Newsmax. Because I, everyone else is celebrating the verdict, uh, but not Newsmax, not white nationalism. And. Now, check how she lays into it, because I got to play about at least five minutes of this, because I'm going to be a short show, but I just want you guys to see how the white nationalists trying to spin this shit and scare the fuck out of ignorant white people. Check this shit out. ...to civil rights activist and minister Al Sharpton praying there in Minneapolis. Uh, we are now joined by Legal Reaction of the verdict, constitutional law expert and author of the new book, The Case Against the New Censorship, Alan Dershowitz. Professor Dershowitz, thanks so much for being here. Uh, What is your initial reaction to this verdict? Well, first, what was done to George Floyd by Officer Chauvin was inexcusable morally. But the verdict is very questionable because of the outside influences of people like Al Sharpton and people like Maxine... Now, before I let Gershowitz, by the way, he's a very prominent lawyer, and he's Jewish, by the way, Gershowitz. But see, he must be on the other side of the line, because back in the day, when Hitler um, started taking over Germany, see, he had Jews was helping him. Until one of his boys decided to say, hey, 
We don't need Jews no more. And, and a lot of them came to America. And then the rest of them went into concentration camps and became lamps and, and leather coats with the SS and boots. And took their gold and jewelry and pulled it out of their mouths after they killed them. But that, you know, that's what I mean by that is that you have traitors. People who would turn their backs on their own race to support white supremacy. That's what Gershwin does. Or do, excuse me. And I'm calling it out because that's what he's doing. He, he, he defended Trump. Trump's a straight-up white nationalist. So he's working for a white nationalist network, Newsmax. Just like Fox, a white nationalist network. Owners in Australia now. So, <clears throat> what I'm getting at is that we have black traders too. You know, they, they, they're black nationalists. They're white nationalists. You know, if you look at World War II and understand, you know, you look at some, we always see the white Germans, but there was other colored Germans. I mean, Nazis, excuse me. We see the white Nazis, but they, they had under, underlinked Nazis who were different races, Italians, and some of them was um, whatever. Spaniards and whatever. What they're doing now, I'm going to let this finish about George Floyd and let Gorshowitz finish bullshitting you because he always got to find a reason. You know how racist he is. He's going after Al Sharpton and Maxine Waters. And Al Sharpton and Maxine Waters is right. But that won't let that little fucking Nazi kissing ass Jew boy fucking defend white supremacy. Check it out. Waters, um, their threats and uh, intimidation and hanging the sort of Damocles over the jury and basically saying if you don't convict on the murder charge and all the charges, the cities will burn, the, uh, the, the country will be destroyed, seeped into the jury room because the judge made a terrible mistake by not sequestering the jury. So the judge himself said this case may be reversed on appeal. And I think it might be reversed on appeal. I think it should be reversed on appeal. Uh, I think the American Civil Liberties Union, which would be all over this case if it weren't a racially charged case. Uh, now, see how racist that is? They don't want a white cop who actually killed a black man um, on video in front of people. To, you know, to be convicted. They got to find... Oh, he got it. No, no, no. This ain't happening. This is not real. This is... No, no, no. This is not what it's supposed to be. We're supposed to see black folks in the street yelling and burning shit with white supremacists burning shit for them. Because black folks ain't going to waste money on gas. You know what I'm saying? We're going to put that shit in our tank and go find a job. We ain't got time to be throwing some fucking motel cocktails in some building. We will loot it, but we will not burn it, okay? Let's keep that shit real. But this motherfucker here, you know, what hurts me the most out of all the shit minorities, even Jewish people went through, we still have fucking nationalists. That's what he is. Gershowitz will lie. He's racist, and he knows it. But see, he knows how to play that. Oh, well, no, no. Why? Why? Nobody asked. Have you sat down and asked himself, why is he such a white nationalist? He's supporting something that people who put his people in concentration camps. You know, we know the Ku Klux Klan is nothing but old Southern segregationists. They didn't care for Jewish either. So how the fuck? Well, you know, I look at Ben Carson and, and, and Clarence Thomas, so and whomever else out there who is brown and racist and hate their own self. That's what he does. He hates himself. He's a disgrace to the Jewish community. Out of all the suffering that Jewish people went through, this bastard's up here being racist. And I said it on my podcast. All Americans who care about due process and liberty uh, should be concerned that the jury verdict may have been influenced by, if not the thumb, maybe even the elbow of the outside pressures, the fears, the threats. Every juror in that room knew about these threats. And when they sit and deliberate, they have to be saying to themselves, consciously or unconsciously, 
If I were to render a verdict other than a murder verdict, what the consequences will be for me? You know what? Let me take you back some years. Well, in the 1950s, right? Um, a young boy, about 14, supposedly whistled at some little white woman back down south. Because, you know, he's from Chicago and, you know, things are a little free up there than the deep racist apartheid south. So this little boy goes in there. His little name is Emmett. His name is Till, okay? Goes down south, goes to his grandfather's, well, his uncle, excuse me, little sharecropping farm. Live in a dark shack somewhere with no lights, outhouse, well water, you know, country life. But the food is good in the morning, you know. He helped him playing in the garden, playing in the cotton field. So they get a couple of nickels and dimes and go into town and try to buy some cookies and bubble gum and some little candy. And he was a jokester. He might have whistled, but he probably didn't whistle at that white woman because she lied. And you know how racist that old woman was? She kept that secret about she lied all the way until she almost, when she was ready to die. That's when she told the confession because she know on the other side, who knows what's going to happen. She had to clear her fucking conscience. So when is America going to clear that conscience of white supremacy? Because this is what this is. This is what you hear. All right? Emmett Till's in the ground. Did any justice come to him? No. Because those white jurors would never convict a white man for killing a black man. And this is the argument that this Jew man is fucking trying to pay to the listeners of Newsmax. This is what pisses me off about this country. We came too far to go back now. But, you know, hey, everybody in the their own figure, right? Me, my family, my friends, my business, that should never, ever be allowed to seep into a jury room. So I have no real confidence that this verdict, which may be correct in some ways, but I have no confidence that this verdict was produced by due process and the rule of law rather than the influence of the crowd. Okay, so what does an appeal process look like? Is that something that we'll see played out in the next few days, or is it going to take weeks or months? Oh, more than weeks and months. It, an appeal will be filed immediately because he's in jail now pending appeal. Um, there are two levels of appeal in Minnesota, and then ultimately the case will go to the United States Supreme Court. And I think the United States Supreme Court holds the best possibility for the defense of getting this conviction reversed on the ground that the judge himself suggested the statements made by people outside the courtroom essentially intimidating jurors and telling them that if they don't come to the quote right verdict there will be violence and consequences and their own lives may be affected jurors should never ever have that fear or influence in their verdicts that was pure bullshit now this is supposed to be a, a professor, a lawyer. But you know how racist his ass is? You heard it right there. They have their assholes and their cronies on the Supreme Court. They basically saying, we're going to free this white cop because we got our boys on the Supreme Court. We're going to take it all the way up to the Supreme Court because Maxine Waters and Al Sharpton, Al Sharpton praying for victory and Maxine Waters say rioting in the streets. These are the same people who were silent when they tried to commit an insurrection. <laughs> they supported an insurrection. These are the ones who now all of a sudden they worried about, they don't give a fuck about America. These fascist, racist, hateful motherfuckers gonna destroy our democracy in three years if we don't get our shit together. We will not have a democracy in three years. We will not have a democracy as long as Newsmax, these white nationalists. We, you know what? Joe Biden need to pull himself together and realize these dudes are your enemy. Listen to this nonsense. And this is worse because this is only first. This is only first. I got more of this crazy shit. Why check this out. 
I got to ask you this. We had this morning President Biden um, say that he hoped that they reached the right verdict. He said because the jury was sequestered, that's why he made the comments. Was he out of line by doing that? No, I think he waited long enough. I think he would have been wrong to have said it while the jury was not sequestered when they could have heard his views. Presidents have bully pulpits. But once the jury was sequestered, I think it was okay for the president to do that. Now he raised expectations. Uh, the expectations have been fulfilled. Had they not been fulfilled, had the jury come back with a verdict either of not guilty or guilty only of manslaughter, his raising of expectations might have exacerbated the problem. But in the end, um, he waited. He waited until the jury was sequestered. His statements were relatively moderate. So I can't criticize him. Uh, I can criticize Maxine Waters. Waters. I can criticize uh, Shopton. Uh, these folks took what they did right out of the playbook of the Deep South in the 1920s, when prominent public officials would whoop up the crowds in front of the courthouse, demanding conviction of black people and acquittal of white That was the most reversest racist shit I ever heard in my life come out of a man that's supposed to be a lawyer and a, a professor of law. He left one thing out about his racism. He really have it deep inside of his Jewish ass. And you need to sit down and realize with his rabbi why he's so fucking hateful. Because he just like what, Ben Carson and Clarence Thomas hate the skin they're in. I'll be right back to the rest of this crazy show, but that old fucker need to look in the mirror. I'll be right back. You know, I might have went off a little bit on um, that Scorchewitz guy a little bit too much. Like I said, I just went a little bit too far. I'm going to apologize if I offended anyone, but I'm not going to take the shit back. All right, because the truth is the truth. We have a problem in America. And may I support the worstest white supremacist ever stepped foot in the White House in the 21st century was Donald J. Trump. We had Stephen Miller, who's Jewish, by the way, set up concentration camps and put Spanish kids, migrants, into fucking concentration camps. We call them prison. I mean, or a detentions, but it's concentration camps. Four years we put up with this man, this white nationalist, but with this virus trying to kill us all. You know, if I was a white nationalist, I'd say, how can I depopulate some of these brown people? Oh, we got our crazy white man in the United States. He ain't gonna do nothing to help. He'll help us accelerate this virus. Make it in China. Blame a wet market. You know, that's the game, man. We're in deep shit. And when people wake up and realize we're in deep shit, then you know how to navigate the fucking shitty fucking highway of life. This motherfucker's trying to kill us with a virus. Got a vaccine, but half the population of people are still dying. Getting sick from a virus that they don't know where this motherfucker comes from. This shit is crazy. What they doing? It's been 103 days after the storming of the Capitol. George Floyd killer is guilty. Yeah, that's some good news. But we're still in trouble. We have segregationists have news networks where they can put this fucking treasonous motherfucker on. Listen. In your spirit. In our spirit. And they very holy. They 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 love that. And listen to this commercial because this commercial support white nationalist television. We got to go after everything. And it's focus factor. It's another one we have to take down. They're advertising on white nationalist TV. And here's another commercial advertising on white nationalist television. Don't buy their products because they support white nationalism. 
you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna come and say, oh, no, no, we can't do that. No, we don't support that. We just, we have marketers who put our commercials out to reach our customers. You're supporting white nationalist TV. If you advertise on a network, it's like me going to advertise on a porn network. Hey, I'm Billy the Dick Jerker. You know, come on. And that was fucked up to say, but Billy the Dick Jerker. You know, he didn't finish the whole joke. But anyway, you're advertising on white. Listen to this shit. Now, money talks, bullshit walks, right? They want to reach white nationalists who stormed the Capitol, so they want to sell them some shit. You know, when I say we're not going to win this one sometime, we're not because America's so blind to the truth. Marketing is a motherfucker. They just marketing. They buy ads on everyone's TV. Just so happens they don't realize that the TV they buying the ads, I mean, they sell, you know, they want to buy ad time on are white nationalist networks. They got to know. They're not stupid. Listen to this shit. I won't build the house without an architect. I'm not building my retirement. You see that, right? I'm just had to play some of those commercials and both fuck with you a little bit because this is what's happening in our country. This is what's happening, man. Oh, the president's talking. George Floyd's family again. Remarkable family of extraordinary courage. Nothing can ever bring their brother or their father back. But... This could be a giant step forward in the march toward justice in America. Let's also be clear that such a verdict is also much too rare. For so many people, it seems like it took a unique and extraordinary convergence of factors. A brave young woman with a smartphone camera, a crowd that was traumatized, traumatized witnesses, a murder that lasts almost 10 minutes in broad daylight, probably the whole world to see. Officers standing up and testifying against a fellow officer instead of just closing ranks, which should be commended. A jury who heard the evidence, carried out their civic duty in the midst of an extraordinary moment under extraordinary pressure. For so many, it feels like it took all of that for the judicial system to deliver a just, just basic accountability. We saw how traumatic... All right, we're going to leave it there as Joe Biden seeks to exploit this moment. This is an opinion show, and I'm allowed to give my opinion. He's exploitive, and he's been that way since the very beginning. And uh, George Floyd continued to be painted as a saint. He was a man with many, many flaws. Now, before I close this show out, did you listen to that bullshit? Now, the president was saying something to try to unite the country. You see how nasty that racism that slid back in on that network? Now, you heard the advertisers, right? These motherfuckers funding this shit. All those commercials. And you see how that motherfucker slid back in with that. Well, this is my opinion, not the fucking network I work for. And he started bashing. Like he wasn't no saint. You know, cold words, nigga. You know, that's that's the game. You know, and, 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 and it's getting worse. Watch. It's gonna, it's gonna get worse because they, they love fucking with their listeners. I love this. You know, freedom of speech is one thing. You know, because... They have the right to put their bullshit out. I have the right to put my bullshit out. So it's like a like a parasite kind of thing. You know, they're a parasite and I'm a parasite and I'm their parasite. So the worse they get, the worse I'm going to get. You see where I'm going with this? Let's get this shit rolling. Come on. The verdict has been rendered. I uh, support the verdict. A lot of the evidence I didn't see, you didn't see. We'll say on this, I think the country deserves an important and serious conversation about race and criminal justice, not the silly one it's having right now. We'll continue an important and useful conversation when I return.
Now, while he's going to hell and back, I'm going to talk to you for a moment. What do you what do you think a white national want to talk about race? They're the victim. You know, because they love talking about freedom, democracy, state rights, their rights. What about human rights? Huh? What? They get dumb as fuck when you're talking about human rights. You know, these are the offsprings of the most racist, radical, craziest motherfuckers you ever want to see. All you got to do is just pick up a history book or Google the shit. You know, go to the 1920s, Ku Klux Klan. Not one state hasn't had a clan. Them motherfuckers ran America. You know, these motherfuckers rewrote history. And by three generations later, them motherfuckers believe in that shit. Those states' rights are heritage. What the fuck? People died for rights. And you made blacks who fought in your wars second-class citizens. Less than. First of all, you came up with ways to make you go to the back of the bus. Wait a minute, you know who's doing that? The governor of Georgia and Ron DeSantis. Oh, and an asshole in Texas. Come on. Got to be some others out there. There's three so far. Oh, I know Arkansas going to come in there. He'd never disappoint. Come on, Louisiana. I know that. Kentucky, uh, oh, 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 wait a minute, Tennessee, oh, those Carolinas, they can't wait to get their hands on a little bit of that racism, they're gonna write them racist laws, cause there's like 200, 300, 400 laws out there running around from trying to roll time back, you know, these people grew up on leaving it to Beaver and make room for daddy and Dennis the fucking menace kind of shit. Those white utopias, you know what I'm saying? In black and white. Hazel wasn't white, but they made her white on TV kind of thing. The only race they seen and they accepted was the Cuban on I Love Lucy. And Rick still had to sleep in separate beds, him and Lucy. They kept their distance. They knew the rules. Come on, man. America is a big lie. And these guys, they love lying. You know? So I'm going to play a little bit more of this crazy lie. And watch how he try to spin this shit. This guy is on news. And that's what I'm saying. They run these commercials and these commercials fund this crazy shit. It's time to go after advertisers. You know what I'm saying? We cannot, we can't save our democracy unless we let these advertisers know. Yo, you advertise and you're buying ad time on white nationalist TV. Freedom of speech, my ass. Do you want a country or you don't want a country? All right, let's listen to the rest of this crazy shit. Verdict went the other way. You saw the security preparations. They brought in the National Guard. They brought in uh, the police department, the early shift, the late shift, the midday shift. Uh, looks, yep, there's a National Guard coming in. And they probably would have been needed had this verdict gone the other way. Uh, that kind of discomforts me. Uh, now, before I let this racist bastard keep mumbling to himself, um, <clears throat> where was the National Guard when them crazy crackers ran up there into the state capitol? Oh, they was back at a hangar getting on buses trying to figure out what the fuck to do for six hours, right? Did this white racist bastard say anything? They're patriots. See how they play in this game? That's why we have to go after advertisers. Okay, now, let me see. What was all this concern when they stormed the state, uh, Michigan State Capitol with guns? Oh, yeah, the National Guard. We might need them. Nope, never said that. It was patriots. They was, they was fighting for their, oh, their rights. Rights to be free Americans. Let's finish listening to this shit before I close this crazy show out. This is how crazy going. They get crazy, I get crazy. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. possibility that the possibility that jurors felt the pressure i don't know i don't know but uh we saw this before do you remember before the election they were beefing up security all over the country boarding up restaurants businesses they weren't doing that in the eventuality of a donald trump um, uh, loss 
They were doing it for a Donald Trump victory. If he won, they were expecting all hell to break loose. See? Now, you see why I'm outing these advertisers. Dog whistle. Oh, um, see, you guys would have took to the streets if we let this white national, who was killing us with a virus, by the way, didn't give a fuck if the economy tank was the worstest president in the history of white nationalism, that this motherfucker will come and, because I'm telling you, we had other white nationalist presidents, but this president, Donald J. Trump, was the worst, because he didn't have a brain. And these guys are white nationalists. That's why they have this network. We're fighting some very powerful people. So pull our heads out of our asses and you look at what they're doing. They plan fucking games. These motherfuckers are dark, evil. They have the money. They don't want to pay taxes because they got too much money to fuck with us. So they can fuck with politicians who make the laws. These guys are over them, the politicians. These, what I'm talking about, are the puppet masters. The untouchables, the lords of industry, the lords of this, the lord. They, they, these are the bastards and these are the fucking offsprings of those who fucked society up hundreds of years ago. You know, it's like, you know, like Dracula, you know, living for 500 years. How much wealth that motherfucker gonna accumulate? Well, this is what they are. They're like fucking vampires of industry and greed and selfishness and hate. They hate themselves. They have everything handed to them on a silver platter. A go excuse me, a gold-plated platter. So they can create networks like this, calling their rich friends up. Hey, I'm going to create a white nationalist network worse than Fox. Ah, oh, no, we got one. Now nah, I want Newsmax. Didn't happen, of course. Uh, I want to bring in now the longest-serving police commissioner in New York City history, Raymond Kelly. Happens to be my father. Uh, welcome back, sir. How are you? Hey, Jay, we see great. What did you think of the verdict? Your reaction? Well, this was such an outrageous act of brutality that I think it had to be answered in a powerful way, and that's what the jury did. Convicted Chauvin on all three counts. I know you talked a lot about the nuances of the case, but that video is so overpowered, so overwhelming, that it sort of wiped out all of that. The prosecution kept showing, showed the full almost nine minutes of really inexplicable action on the part of Chauvin to uh, uh, keep his knee on someone who was totally under his uh, control. So uh, no question about it that this case put a stain on law enforcement in, uh, in this country because it sort of supported the notion that this is what goes on. This is suspicions confirmed. This is how police officers treat people when there's no cameras around. Now, we know that's not the case, that that's not how the prisoners are treated. Uh, I, I believe policing is a noble profession. I know that cops do. You know, when bullshit start flowing, you just can't fucking stop it because it stinks. Now, he went through all of that to get to his bullshit talking points. Now, I don't know, police, but I don't, don't treat nobody like that. Hey, I, pick up the history books. Google that shit. Google up policing from the 1900s to the fucking 20th first century. How did they treat blacks in the early 20th century? Cops was the killers. You listen to them, cops was never racist. Cops, how did policing start? Slave patrols. You know, they want you willfully stupid. They want you stupid, willfully. I know you're not even aware. They want you stupid. They want you so stupid. And believe any and everything they would say is true. When they say television, that brain box, it tells you a vision that you want to believe is a brainwashing tool. They can convince you, 
They blamed Facebook, Twitter. Before they was created, they were still trying to manipulate you in the 90s before that shit was even thought of. Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, my monkey, whatever. Whew. You know what? I can't play no more of this crazy shit. George Floyd, killer, is guilty. Right wing is trying to spin it. All I can say is we don't wake the fuck up. We won't have a democracy in three years. And that's it. That's all I can say. We don't know what's going to happen with the other case. The other cop who killed that young boy over a fucking air freshener and and some marijuana charges that he didn't go to court for. Who knows? What about the other guys who got choked out over cigarettes? A young boy got killed over Skittles in a fucking Arizona. You know what I'm saying? This is the this is the world that white nationalism want to keep us divided. Now, some of the shit I said in my show might make some of you mad. Too bad. Get over it. It's the truth. I just said it wrong. I could have said it another way, more professional, but I'm not professional. I have a, what you say, how you say it? A public education. Yes, that's it. In the inner city. So, I call it like I see it. See you next time on the Cold Comedy Show. By the way, if you out in New York, check me out on Wednesday night. April the 21st, 7.30 show starts at 8. Come on down. See you then. Have a good night. You've been listening to the Cold Comedy Show. Mm-hmm.